Welcome to the Carrots and Cake Podcast. I'm your host, Tina Hopper, an FDN practitioner, author, mom, and IBD advocate. Tune in each week for real-life advice and strategies for becoming your happiest and healthiest self, all while thriving in the gray area. Trust me when I say, you can have your carrots and cake too. Hey guys, good morning. Happy hump day and happy world IBD day. Um, Big day over here as far as increasing IBD awareness. I have a post in my feed with a few thoughts about it. Um, And just want to thank you guys for following along and supporting that part of my life because I know not all of you have IBD. Um, I know a lot of you can relate as far as maybe like chronic conditions, autoimmune diseases, things like that. So just want to thank, you know, those of you who do not have any connection to IBD. for just being supportive and following along and of course those of you with IBD I feel like we have so much in common we (laughs) we get each other we understand the frustrations of this disease and yeah today's a day just to increase awareness and um, if you feel so inclined um, to just share my post in your feed obviously you know sharing um, saving, uh, liking doesn't even really matter that much in the algorithm anymore. Um, but you know, sharing and saving posts really makes a difference as far as, you know, just see my content being seen and just on, you know, IBD awareness day, it would just mean a lot to me if you took two seconds to share it or save it or interact with the post in some sort of way. So I just wanted to, um, thank all you guys because this has had, it's been a journey. It's been a journey. And I've talked about this before. I won't, won't go down the rabbit hole of ulcerative colitis, but um, I really fell into this. And I mean, if you had told me even 20 years ago, this is something that would be such a big part of my life and something that I would care about, I would be like, really? <laughs> like this was not the path for me. Um, but clearly everything happens for a reason. And now I am very passionate about sharing this disease, making people more aware of it. Um, and then ultimately the goal is to help people with IBD. You know, um, just with uh, what I'm doing with FDN and coaching and mindset, um, I do think there's like a big <clears throat> mindset component of this disease and even just the trauma of the disease. And again, I don't want to go down this like huge rabbit hole of UC stuff, but um, it just means a lot to me. And I, I, I feel like it was one of those things, not that I resisted, I was always kind of open to sharing it. I just think now it's just become much more of my purpose and I just feel like I really want to help people with IBD because I don't think anybody should suffer and Lord knows I have been through the ringer with this disease. I mean, I think I have <laughs> like done it all as far as, you know, what can you, you can experience as far as IBD. Oh, just, you know, doctors, medications, diets, you know, I've just done all the things. So anyways, I'm done with that. I have a lot of things to tell you about today and that is not the main focus of today's um, iced coffee day. So um, World IBD Day, IBD Day, happy World IBD Day to, um, that's hard to say, um, to those of you who have um, UC or Crohn's. Um, and yeah, just check out the post and share it if you have a chance. Um, The other thing I was going to talk about today is TV shows. So I asked in my stories yesterday for recommendations and I was actually watching Shameless. The boys were outside playing baseball in the yard and I was doing a mask in my eyebrows. So I was like, I'm not going to go hang out in the yard if I have all this stuff on my face. So I went and watched Shameless for a little bit. Um, I'm actually in season eight. So just starting season eight and um, just love it. I'm just like so into the characters. I mean, the story's ridiculous. It's like all over the place. Some of the things that happen are just so out of control. Um, and I think that's the reason maybe Mal doesn't like the show. He, it's just like too much for him. Um, so he doesn't watch it with me. So it's kind of like my own thing. But whoever recommended it, like 
Thank you. I mean, I'm eight seasons in. I just love it. It's just like such a good show. And then the other um, shows that popped up a few times are Ted Lasso, which yes, love that show. If you have not watched it, watch it. It's such like a feel good show. It's got some like good sarcasm and like dry humor. And it's just like just a good story. Like it's just a feel good type show. So definitely watch that if you haven't. We actually watched it twice because <laughs> we liked it so much. Um, and then the other one was Mayor of Easton and we just started that and I really like it. So thank you guys for that recommendation. Um, I've heard good things about it. Somebody else told us about it and I was like, oh yeah, yeah, we need to watch that. But just wanted to thank you guys for the recommendations. Um, really appreciate it. And yeah, shameless. Those characters, oh my gosh, they're out of control. It's like you love them and hate them at the same time because it's like they keep doing dumb things. Um, but at the same time, like you love them they're like just they have so many great redeeming qualities <laughs> so anyways um so the real topic of today of this iced coffee date is my journey with scoliosis and fitness and i actually got a request for this a while back and i've been meaning to talk about this and i just feel like i'm at a good place i can tell you guys about the journey and it really has been a journey so go back to growing up you know mid 80s um and you remember the test that you would have in gym class you would bend down touch your toes and you know the nurse school nurse would make sure your spine was straight I remember doing that year after year and going home with notes, you know what I mean, to my, my mom being like, your spine's not straight, you need to do something about this, go see your doctor. And it was, I don't really know what happened in there. Cause I definitely remember that happening year after year. And I remember actually dreading doing that because I knew there was a net, a, a note that was gonna go home and I was one of those people. Um, and growing up, we didn't have health insurance very often. Like sometimes we did, sometimes we didn't. Um, and I think there was probably a few times where we didn't. And I mean, I'm sure like we went to annual checkups and things like that. And my mom brought it up. Um, but it was one of those things that was kind of like, well, let's wait and see, like, you know, you're still growing, maybe things will be fine. Um, and actually looking back, I mean, they could have done bracing or something like that. But honestly, I think I would have hated that. Um, there was a girl in my high school who had to wear the brace and she had to wear it like 23 date, 23 hours out of 24 hours and I just I just feel like I would have hated that and it would have been like such a self-esteem killer so I just feel like even looking back I don't know if we would have done anything that differently um sure maybe some chiropractic care or something I mean this is the 80s so I don't even know if if we would even known you know that 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 was an option so um basically I went through childhood adolescence um high school like no real issues like sure I probably had some sort of curvature to my spine but didn't seem to bother me. I mean, I just kind of lived with it. And honestly, through college, I mean, maybe there just was not a lot of body self-awareness back then, um, but it never really caused me pain. And I really just didn't even think about it. Um, and it wasn't until I started training for marathons in my late, 20s early 30s that I started to realize that maybe something was going on with my back because I started having reoccurring or reoccurring um, hip pain like all the time so anytime I was going for like a long run or even a short run at times I had hip pain and I mean if you go back to the early days of carrots and cake I was talking about hip pain like pretty much all the time and it was just an overuse injury you know if you have scoliosis and you're spine is curved, your hips are probably a little bit off kilter or whatever, and just running on a hip that's not totally balanced is going to bring, you know, that hip pain. Um, so I knew there was something going on there. I remember also in the early days of Carrots and Cake, Mal and I went to Las Vegas on a vacation and he took a photo of me standing in front of a pool and you can see on either side of my body that, um, 
either side of my obliques looked very different. One was very like smooth and the other one was kind of like sharp, you know, like angled. And I remember looking at that photo and being like, oh, that's kind of weird. You know what I mean? Like, oh, maybe there is something going on there. I should dig out that photo. I, I probably still have it on the blog somewhere. Um, but that was, that was kind of like, all right, maybe there's something going on. Um, but really like it didn't, the scoliosis never really bothered me. Like I could do what I wanted for the most part. I mean like the hip injury, but at the time I just thought it was, I'm running miles and miles and miles training for a marathon. Maybe it's just too much for my hip and you know, maybe it was, <laughs> but could have been the scoliosis too. Um, and then, you know, I started CrossFit the early days of CrossFit again, like didn't really bother me. I was doing all the heavy back squats and deadlifts and things like that. Never really thought it was an issue. At one point, um, again, early days of CrossFit at my first CrossFit gym, one of the coaches um, made a comment about how my back was uneven and she actually called me Quasimodo, which definitely started, you know, the self-consciousness about my back. Um, and that's the thing. I think I was really like oblivious to what was going on with my back because like I said, it never really caused me issues. And then over the years, um, again, like my back really didn't bother me as far as CrossFit goes. I pushed myself really, really hard in CrossFit um, and just never really had an issue. But then got pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> and during my pregnancy, I think I probably had the usual aches and pains. I had a really healthy pregnancy. Like I was crossfitting right up until the end, you know, squatting in my basement, you know, with heavy weights. Like I had a really great pregnancy. Um, but it was after I had Quinn that I started to experience like real back pain where I was like, okay, this is probably an issue. Um, but also I'm a lunatic and did not take the post-pregnancy recovery seriously. Or I just, I just did what I wanted, to be honest. Like I wanted to get back to CrossFit. I wanted to get in shape. Um, and I went back to CrossFit at like five weeks postpartum, six weeks. I definitely did not do what I was supposed to do as far as, you know, healing my core, um, all the, you know, post-pregnancy, um, pelvic stabilization, all those exercises. I didn't do any of that. I jumped right back into CrossFit, went right back. Um, I do have some sort of like ab separation now from it. Um, I definitely did a lot of things wrong after pregnancy, but I don't think any of that helped as far as my back stuff goes. So that was definitely um, not great. <laughs> and I feel like I've been dealing with core and back stuff ever since. And then also I just think back to, you know, being like a new mom and everything, like you're carrying your kid on your hip and everything. So a lot of like that type of stuff. And then I think the thing that like really screwed me up, and this is my theory, I have no idea if this is actually accurate, is that I started training for the Boston Marathon. I got a bib from Stonyfield and it was one of those opportunities that I just couldn't turn down. It was like, you have the opportunity to run the Boston Marathon and I have watched the Boston Marathon on TV since I was a little kid. I used to watch every single year. I've run marathons, not the Boston Marathon. Um, I am not a fast runner. I will never be a fast runner. <laughs> so the fact that I could actually run this race was like a huge deal for me. Um, I just knew I was never gonna qualify. I'm just not a fast runner. I go like one speed. Um, but anyways, just that opportunity, I couldn't turn it down, but I started training for a marathon like three or four months postpartum, and I just don't think my body was fully healed. Um, and I do think that's when this whole 
scoliosis nonsense just got so much worse. Um, I mean, my training for Boston was awesome. Like I really do think it was the best training plan. If you're training for a marathon, definitely check out carrots and cake. Um, I was only running three days a week with some CrossFit mixed in and I was taking many more rest days than I had in the past. So I didn't have hip pain for once. Um, I was also going and getting massages, very, very painful massages. <laughs> <laughs> every other week. So I think that helped me stay healthy too. So had a great tra training season, no real issues. Um, but I do think all that running probably rotated me back more or something like that. I just feel like what's going on here is a lot more obvious than it was. Um, like I said, I don't know for sure um, if that was the thing that made it worse. But I mean, I think in my head, that's when I was like, okay, I really have scoliosis and this is kind of affecting what I'm doing. <laughs> so ran the marathon, ran the best Boston marathon, had the best day ever, like seriously, one of the best experiences of my life. Um, and then went back to CrossFit. Guys, can't stay away from CrossFit, it's just so damn fun. Um, and it was trucking along with CrossFit, um, mostly feeling fine, but again, I have that type A personality. I wanna go stronger, I wanna go heavier, I wanna be one of the best in the class, you know what I mean? That's just my personality. Um, so I started doing some things that just probably weren't great for somebody who had scoliosis, um, but that's the thing I've learned over the years. Like I can do a lot with what I have going on here, but I need to stretch, I need to rest, I need to listen to my body, I can't just keep pushing. And I think back in those days, I was not listening to my body and it was just kind of like, I loved it and it was fun. Um, and I threw out my back two different times, um, doing CrossFit and it was because of heavy overhead movements. Um, the first time I don't remember exactly what I was doing, but, um, the second time it was heavy thrusters. And I just remember like doing them. And then after the workout, just being like, this does not feel right. This feels not so good. And then I think the inflammation just grew and grew and grew. Um, but both times I ended up in the ER, like begging for drugs. I was in so much pain. I was like walking sideways for a few days. Um, it just like, just a mess. And back stuff, like when you throw out your back or you hurt your back, it is the worst. Cause you can't do anything. I mean, even just like sitting to standing, oh, it was miserable. And the second time, I was actually home alone with Quinn and he was like a toddler. So I remember just being in so much pain. I had taken like all the Tylenol in the house, you know what I mean? And like trying to care for a toddler with my back. And I remember calling Mal, I don't know where he was, he was out somewhere and just being like, can you come home? I'm like dying. Um, and yeah, we dropped Quinn off at some friend's houses and went to the ER and they gave me meds and muscle relaxers, pain relievers, stuff like that. And it was just kind of like a waiting game just for things to calm down and heal. Um, I do have a chiropractor friend um, so he you know opened up his office got me in there tried to do what he could shout out to um, Dean Moore and more chiropractic in Hanover um, great guy he does CrossFit totally gets it <laughs> as far as like what we do there sometimes um, but yeah it just it it that was like kind of that was kind of like a turning point for me like the second time I had done it because I was like I don't want to do this ever again don't never want to throw out my back again it is so painful I couldn't take care of my kid um and it was miserable it was seriously probably like a week to 10 days out of my life that I was just like walking like this and I couldn't do anything and just in a crappy mood and oh so this story is getting very long, but at that point in my life, that's when I decided that I was going to cut back on CrossFit. Um, still love CrossFit. I have nothing bad to say about CrossFit. That was 100% me um, and my personality just 
trying to be the best I can, doing too much weight and things that aren't good for my back. Um, but that's when I transitioned to OPEX and OPEX, seriously, life-changing for my body, um, my mind, um, just my education in general. I just learned so much from my coach there, the programming there. Um, and if you are doing Strong Made Simple in any capacity, you know there's a ton of single arm movements and single leg movements. Um, and that's because at OPEX, they created a program for me to help with all of these imbalances. And their theory is not to like try to increase the weak side. It's actually just to um, keep the weights even on both arms, both legs and their whole theory is that in in theory like the weak side will eventually catch up to the strong side um, and I very much believe that I mean I think I'm always gonna have these imbalances just because of how bad my back is um, and I actually probably should have told you guys that just for reference I don't know if this means anything to you guys um, if you have scoliosis maybe you've had x-rays things like that but my mid back curve is 30% and that's right on like the borderline of like you might need surgery so like I could go the surgery route but I'm not going to I'm doing okay right now but I like rods in my back stuff like that I know people do it I know people have success with it but I just think where I am in my life I'm like I don't know if I want to go that route um, but mid back curve is 30% and then Cobb angle is 42% so I'm definitely rotated that's the thing like my actual like my upper spine looks okay my lower spine is where you see that curve and then the rotation is like really bad so um, that's what we're, we're working on and I'll talk about what I'm doing currently, but back to OPEX, um, and why I loved my experience there so much is that they forced me to do all those single arm and leg movements because I wasn't doing a lot of those at CrossFit. And that was the thing, like CrossFit, you just go into a class, you pick up the barbell, you know, you're doing your thing. It wasn't customized. So that's why OPEX was so great that it was customized to what my body needed and those imbalances. And then also they made me do a ton of core work. <laughs> Like, I hate core work. Um, and that's the thing, Quinn's almost seven, and I haven't spent time working on my core because I hate it, it's miserable. Um, so with OPEX, constantly doing core stuff, and it was miserable, like on rings, sucking in, you know, like holding forever, oh, so many terrible things. <laughs> but so much stronger, and that's the thing, before Quinn, I could do push-ups, no problem. After Quinn, couldn't do a single push-up. I just had no core. Um, obviously I had arm strength, but I didn't have that core um, strength. And at OPEX, you know, I was doing banded push-ups and like push-ups are like no problem for me, but it took, you know, a long time of doing core work to like really get there. So shout out to OPEX, love them. Great, great training plan. And I've learned so much about my body in that sense, just like how to program, how to program for my body, what I need as far as imbalances, tightness, things like that. So that's been huge. Um, but as far as maintenance nowadays, um, I go to PT um, once every three weeks. We're going four weeks, we've gone two weeks, we've gone six weeks. It just kind of depends like what's going on with me. Um, but PT, um, shout out to Body Mechanics in Norwell, they're right next to the Stop and Shop. Um, they have been so helpful for just helping me understand my body and where things are tight and weak and what needs to be stretched, what needs to be strengthened. Um, and obviously I bring that into my training for sure. Um, so I, I talked about this in another episode, but the right glute is really weak. Um, you can actually see aesthetically that, you know, things are maybe like a little bit uneven. Um, and then the quad to compensate on the, I should know this by now, on the left is 
tight to compensate. And then the abs, the abs are tight on both sides, um, but this is a side that I really need to stretch. Um, and this side is typically um, in kind of a spasm, so we're always trying to get this to relax. Um, so it's just been really interesting as far as just figuring out what is going on with my body. And then also, We've been doing a lot with the fascia, so um, using the gun to like break up things on my back and in my hips and everything. Um, and then I go to massage once a month um, and my therapist really kind of like gets in here, just kind of like breaks up stuff. She heats up my back. Um, I don't even know what these kind of like, they're almost like rice bags, like those things, but she like heats up my back and then like really gets in there and like heats up things to like help this whole area. Um, and aesthetically, I hate the way my back looks. I hate it. And if you like, I don't know, I think, I don't know. If you talk to like Mal, friends, I don't know if they're just being nice to me, but they're like, it's not that bad. It's not that bad. But I just hate the way it looks, hate the way it looks. So I am not there as far as like accepting my body and like how it looks and everything's okay. Cause I don't, don't like how it looks, but I have absolutely accepted that this is something, this is a challenge that I have to deal with when it comes to fitness. Um, and I'm okay there. I think my mindset as far as fitness has like really changed over the years. Um, and I do listen to my body and I just think everything I've learned from OPEX and um, CrossFit and things like that. I just feel like I'm in a good place for listening to my body and knowing what it needs and what it can handle on certain days. Um, so like that aspect of the scoliosis, I'm good with. I'm like, this is a thing I have to deal with. It's fine. Um, so this like, you know, heavy back squats, like putting like a big load on my spine, not the best. Don't do that. You know what I mean? So I don't do that very often, but I've, found all sorts of modifications where maybe I do a moderately heavy weight um, where it's like elevated on a plate or something like that or I'm doing pause squats um, there's or resist or putting like a band around my knees there's a lot of ways that I can work out that's not like a super duper heavy load on my back so like doing a one rep max on back squats like I'm never gonna do that like ever again <laughs> like I did that and now knowing what I know about my spine and my body I'm not gonna do that um, so like little things like that, I think, um, are really important. And then I do take a lot more time to stretch and warm up, um, and overhead move, heavy overhead movements. I'm very careful about, I don't do too much of that. I definitely don't do like a bazillion reps of like push presses or something overhead. Um, just I'll do them. I just don't do a lot of them anymore. Um, so just being like really smart about what my body can handle and not handle. Um, and I think that's all I have. I was, I had some notes about things I wanted to tell you guys. Um, but that's pretty much been my journey. I do feel like I'm at a much better place with it. Like I said, aesthetically, not a fan. I'm not there yet. Um, but you know, fitness wise, I'm good. I'm good. I'm happy. Um, I'm just happy that I'm able to work out and run and lift and do all the things. And in general, it doesn't really bother me. It just gets really, really tight. Um, thankfully there's no pain, um, but that tightness, um, you know, just doing my best to maintain it with PT and stretching and the uh, massage gun and massage and <laughs> just doing the things that I need to do to maintain it. And that's just part of what's involved. So anyways, I uh, just wanted to share my story. Hopefully it was helpful. I think if you are in the same boat, have scoliosis, I really do think um, having a custom training plan is really, really important um, because it's going to force you to do the things you don't want to do. Um, but ultimately it's for the greater good, just making your body stronger because yeah, at, at the end of the day, when I'm 90 years old, like I still want to be moving and functional and being able to do what I need to do and not 
like hunched over, like in so much pain because I have terrible scoliosis. So um, that's ultimately my goal. <laughs> okay, I'm done rambling. I hope you guys found this helpful. And if you have questions, um, feel free to ask. I am an open book.